Welcome to the patio. Welcome. This is Fortenberry from Life on the Patio. I'm currently not in the patio. I'm uh, in my bar at my house. Uh, I'm outside the studio, so if you hear a little background noise or a dog wagging his tail or moving around, that's why I'm not in our studio. Uh, I'm just sitting here drinking beer, enjoying my afternoon. But I had a story come across that's been making the rounds today that I want to discuss. A man by the name of Shannon Brandt, a 41-year-old male accused of running over 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson with his car after the pair had an altercation of a political nature at a festival. The uh, word, First of all, uh, Mr. Brandt is out on bond. Uh, the reasoning he used for running over this young man was he was a Republican extremist. And it brings up a lot of concerns that our politicians and the media is dividing us even more. And it's it's really getting out of hand. Uh, let me play this for our president right now. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology, but there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Now, that's, a, that's from a speech he did, uh, I believe, about two weeks ago. And I have to ask, is he beyond um, inciting violence? Uh, this is the exact party who went after uh, Trump, and is still going after Trump, for January 6th and inciting a uh, violence then. It sounds like he is pushing people to violence. It's uh, is the commander-in-chief of our country, the leader of our country. It's a bad sign when his words can be taken so violently and potentially lead to violence that we could that could have happened uh, the other day. We, we still don't know yet. The second point I'd like to make is the lack of coverage of this is astonishing. And I don't want to get into a, a, a race issue, but we all are fully aware that the coverage would be vastly different if it had been a Republican ran over a Democrat or if it had been our media has failed us and they're failing us now. They, don't want to, uh, they do not want to cover the story because of a narrative, and it's a shame. People need to see that there is violence occurring on both sides, and it needs to stop. The, the, and this media's job to portray, the, to show us a mirror of what we really are, and they're failing at it. That's all we can ask is them to be honest with us and give us the news as it occurs. I don't need their opinions. I just need to see what's happening. And my last point I'd like to bring up is, have we gone so far as a country that we'll punish someone with death for having a political disagreement? It's a, it's, a, it's a sad day that here we are trying to live our lives. Everyone has their own political views. And anybody that's listening to the show is aware my political views are all over the map. I would hate to think that I would be considered an extremist over some of my views. Now, I probably do have some extreme views, but as a total, I'm, I'm a patriot. I love my country. And I do. I want nothing but what's the best for. Me. I'm old enough to remember where you didn't discuss politics or religion. 
And I almost wish we could go back to that. Those were better times. People got along better. It, it, it seemed to be less of a fight now with social media and constant news. Everyone feels like they have to have their opinions out. And I'm guilty of it too. I will go on Facebook or TikTok or uh, Face Chat, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And I will blabber incoherently about stuff that I know nothing about. But what I do know about is, as a country, we're going too far. And that's my take on it. I'm about to uh, finish a beer, and my, my wife made a delicious roast. I'm going to go eat that, and I'm going to kick back and enjoy my evening. I walked through the county, county courthouse Park. square on a park bench. An old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat, and I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Cause she's been through the fire before And I believe she can take a whole lot more So we raise her up every morning We take her down every night We don't let her touch the ground And we fold her up right On second thought I do like to brag Cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag